connectors of taste, sommeliers are more than experts at pairing great wine and food. Hear from the wine, beer, and spirit storytellers we entrust to guide us towards the discovery of things we never even knew we loved on the Sommelier Podcast. How you guys doing? I'm Tony Arce. Welcome to the Sommelier Podcast. Today I'm joined by Julie Giles, founder at Bellissimo Chicago. Julie, I appreciate you being here. Thanks for inviting me. I'm excited to do this. I'm excited to share your story, and you do have quite the story. Um, very, very cool how you got all this started. I know. It's been a, a wild year. Now, we got to start off just kind of the obvious things. Mm-hmm. You, you don't come from a liquor background. Mm-hmm. You're not Italian. You're from a small uh, farm in or farm town in, mm-hmm. uh, um, in Iowa. But here you are producing some very high-quality um, limoncello and... Arancello and uh, coffee liqueur now, so three products, but gaining the praises of the Italian community for it. I know. It's been great. It's been great. Tell me about it, though. So, you know, I started the company. Actually, I got started with my kids over the holidays in 2021 that said, they're like, Mom, you should should start a business. You've got a lot of time on your hands. And I thought, no way would I start a business. I've worked for the same organization for 30 years. I'm going to focus on paying off my house and retiring. And why would I start a business? And then a couple months later, brought it up again. And a good friend of mine talked about doing it with me. And we, you know, found a a distillery that um, could help us make the product. And that's kind of just how we got started. So it's been, it's been a, a fun ride so far. And and one of the things that uh, you can kind of mention that you mm-hmm. like as being as, as this part of this process, mm-hmm. the reactions you get from people when you tell them that you know one, this is what you do, but that mm-hmm. you just started it. I know it's it's been it's surprising that people that they love the product. So and me not not being Italian and making such an amazing product, they're a little surprised that that I make it. And I do enjoy that when I when people come up, they try it. They're like, "Wow, this this is really good." And I'm like, "Yes, it is. It's great." So that's been that's been fun just to surprise people or just to say, you know, I I started a liquor business at mm-hmm. 55. And like, what? That's what you do? So I do kind of like the shock factor. And who doesn't like sharing their story, talking about themselves? I mean, it's fun. It is fun. No, it's a lot of fun. I mean, it's what we do here, right? Yeah, that's why I'm here. <laughs> and, and we had actually met just a little while ago, a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. um, at the International Wine Expo here at Cinecity mm-hmm. Studios. And that's one of the things that I just remember stood out from our conversation was that you had someone from a kind of a big shot, right? In the, the yeah, come up to you and say, I heard I had to try your limoncello. And to, to really get that respect, I think goes a long way, especially in the Italian community. I think they're a lot more critical and protective of their, uh, of their products. Right. Absolutely. And there was a person who has a winery in Amalfi coast and he came up to me and said, Hey, I would love to trade two bottles of my wine for two of your limoncello. And for someone, you know, from Italy saying, I-, I need to have your product is the biggest compliment. Really, it's a huge compliment. So how Limoncello, how did you get even the desire to start producing that as your your first, uh, you know, endeavor into entrepreneurship? Well, I, I tried it with some neighbors had brought it back from Italy on vacation. It was probably maybe 10, 15 years ago, and I'd never tasted it before. 
And then a few years later, uh, another friend of mine gave it as holiday gifts. And mm-hmm. he, he would make wines and limoncello. And I said, well, you need next year when you do this, I want you to teach me, teach us how to do this. So a bunch of friends came over. We all peeled lemons and kind of followed his recipe to start. I had another friend who made it, made it a little different. And then, you know, once I found a distillery and you have to figure out how to scale it up and, and make it commercial ready. I've just been learning throughout and it's, it's been, it's been, it's been a, a fun. It's something so different than my background. Yeah, no. And, and your background is in uh, working for hospitals, right? And yeah. project management, not like a nurse or a doctor. Right, like that, right. But, but still, yeah. it's just a very different background. But I feel like that background has led me to where I'm at because I kind of looked at this as a project. 100%. And, you know, when you do customer service, uh, that's another way to connect with people. And just fundraising, is, this is similar to fundraising. You're talking about your product and why you want people to enjoy it and share your story. So I think that background helped me. And like I think I mentioned my son is also an entrepreneur, has been all his life. And he you know, kind of gave me, these are the, the main things you need to do to start your business, make a lot of product. So I kind of followed, followed um, a project plan. I still have that for, with what things I need to do to grow the business and to, you know, just keep keep growing, I guess. That's, I mean, it's really, really amazing what you've done so far. And, you know, kudos to you in every aspect of it. What is the, the biggest thing that you didn't anticipate that you had to really overcome mentally, maybe emotionally, but through the process of, of starting your own brand? And, and mm-hmm. granted, you, you have the blessing of still having your job, right? Mm-hmm. So, yes, so, yes. So it's not like you're totally dependent on this, right, as a, and, as a source of income yet. Yes, and that's what's nice about it is if you think about it, restaurants open at four. They're, you know, so you, this is something easily to meet new clients on nights and weekends. So I don't work nights and weekends. So that's, that's worked out great to be able to go to restaurants and, you know, do tastings and, and whatnot after hours. So it's worked out pretty good. And, and as far as like that aspect of what you've had to, I guess, take on, what, what, mm-hmm. what would you say is from a mindset standpoint, or really just something that you had to, to, to learn through this process about yourself? I think, you know, I am very, I'm a, with my background, I'm always doing the same thing. Like I make a certain thing for the holidays. I'm first Christmas cards sent out. I, you know, I really am very methodical and this is definitely, you know, this is something so different and so new and, you know, not relying, you know, relying on yourself. This is really all me, the marketing, you know, figuring out the business licenses, you know, learning how to use Instagram and post. And, you know, I really have had to learn a lot of different things that, you know, then, you know, I I can't just call someone to help me. Now I have to figure it out myself, which you do learn a lot more. I thought I'd be calling my kids to do all of my technology. And they're like, mom, we're busy. You need to figure it out. The joke was always, why don't you Google it first and then give us a call? <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Pretty soon they'll be calling you for advice. Right? I know. Like, I how'd know. you do that? How'd I know. Do we that? do. We do. My son and I have a little banter because he was like, you're not an official, you know, business owner, entrepreneur until you've had that first sale. So mm. when I had my first sale, I had to give him a little bit of a hard time going, hey, <laughs> I've got some sales. How are you doing? You know, so it's been fun to to have that connection and, and learn from them with sales. And, you know, just this is just all, everything about this is new, new for me, but fun and exciting. Yeah. 
And and you've been very successful in that, I will say, very quickly, because to have these these three products in, in 10 months, really, mm-hmm. and then now you are in three states, but now moving into your fourth one, right? So tell me a little bit of just that, that growth and the partnerships and things that have gotten you there. Well, I think, too, like this past event that you were just talking about, we were my um, distribute my distributor is more than grapes and they invited me to participate in this event and said if you're ready to go national then this is the event we Mm. need to be at so we did meet people from lots of different states so that was great and then current customers that we have were there and some new customers that had not tried the other two products were there's some places that will you know if they make their own limoncello, they're probably not going to try my product, but they mm. they may like the coffee liqueur. So we got a lot of new clients at, with this, and we're in, like I said, sixty, I think sixty five locations in, and like I said, four, like four states. That's amazing. That is really awesome. No, and, congratulations. And the other thing, I think, starting a business in December is the worst time to start a business. There's no restaurant that wants to take on a new mm. product, but we got a cu- couple that did, and you know, every few months, or every month, we're adding five or six new locations, so that's been fun. Yeah, no, at that rate, I mean, wow. And how, well, first of all, how was the event for you? What did you think of it? Because that was the first time that they, I guess, relaunched it. It was like the first one, right? Yes. Um, yeah, what was your take on it? It was so fun, just for me, I can barely pronounce anything Italian, and my friends, we they joke about it because you know there's like the my friends were like you need to say limoncello, and I'm like I sound ridiculous. I didn't say limoncello. This is this is who I am. Yeah. But just meeting every all all the different people from all over the world and all the different Italian, um, just just meeting so many different people that were Italian was just exciting it just was a lot of fun and there's a lot to learn from that too i think when when you have just a concentration of that and mm-hmm. this is your community right now it is i'm excited about this and and tell me what like what relationship now has that changed with, with italy or italian everything for you since you know as you were mentioning the closest thing to italian restaurants you guys had in iowa was a pizza hut i know i know and i've always loved everything italian i have friends who make great pizzas and sauces so i've always taken that that on anything that you know i love everything italian and just some new friends that i met at the event that are like we'll invite you over to you know we make a gnocchi pasta you got to come over and meet my family so just some new friends in a very different industry has been a lot of fun now what advice would you give to those that are looking at you as this prime example of someone that has taken a leap of faith, you know, started their own thing, mm-hmm. but at a time when, you know, you have a lot going on, even personally, right? Mm-hmm. In your family and things like that. And um, life doesn't stop for anybody, but here you are doing something for yourself, for your family, but, you know, more, I think, for 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 you as a person, right? To learn about yourself through this. For those that are listening, what advice would you give as far as, getting started doing something like this and taking that chance? I think part of it is one of my one of my gifts is definitely being resourceful. So I, if you are a friend of mine, you have been involved in my business. You know, there's you just you just need to talk about what you're doing and make sure it's something you you really care about. And you gotta put in a hundred percent. We my family, we are all very hardworking people, and it's, it's things don't happen by chance. You no. have to work hard. You have to connect with the right people. 
have the right partners and tell your story all the time because the minute you do, you like look at that's how I met you. There's so many people that want to help each help you out and you want to help them out and give back. So I think if you're interested, give it a try, but give it a hundred percent because I think you'll be successful with really hard work. I oh, think yeah. that's that's the, the main takeaway. And and you know what about the because you obviously did this event that we talked about, mm-hmm. but you've also been doing a lot of events. And, and mm-hmm. just kind of talk to me about that, where what are those things that stand out to you from doing that? You did the PGA thing, you know, mm-hmm. but just now, yeah, going back from being in a hospital, being project management, mm-hmm. now all of a sudden you're like in, in the midst of all the traffic and hustle and bustle. Of, yeah, me driving to the city when the town I grew up with had two, you know, two stop signs. And my kids are like, I can't believe you are in the city all the time. I'm like, I know. It's kind of fun, you know. You would you raise them out in the suburbs? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, in the northwest suburbs. So, I think I think just um, surprising yourself and, and and getting out there has been been fun. And I think too, when I've gone to different restaurants, and there are people that connect. I mean, Italian restaurants obviously is 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 a great great customer because some stores could have sixteen limoncellos. You know, if I can get into a big place, that would be great. But you know, Italian restaurants that to me is is a big compliment if they carry my product because that means a lot. Because they're most of them, you know, this is this is their baby. That's what they create all these beautiful meals and to include me as part of their their business is is great. A lot of people have connected to me. Um, being being female, you know, they're like, wow, you're a woman and, you know, you started this business and, you know, I've gotten some some opportunities because of that. And friends and family, one of my good friends um, happened to come to one of my tastings and her niece is an owner of a few restaurants. And all of a sudden I was told I was in this restaurant. They go, well, the friend of the friend tried your limoncello. So really, it, you just don't know who's tried your product and Loves it, and you know, so I've gotten to a lot of a lot of different places just from that. So yeah, well, and, and, and I was going to ask about that. I'm oh, sorry, you going to say no. That? Go ahead. I was um, as far as your experience as a woman, right? Yes. But that you you've also seen things change, right, over the years since before your your kids were born. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that how has has that kind of played a role for you? This more of a woman's empowerment. You know, do you feel like that that has has, has encouraged you in those ways? Do you feel like that was a part of it, or is just something that you know, that, that for you is more so your family, like sounds like your kids were pushing you, right? But wh- mm-hmm. where did that, do you think that desire to, to pursue something more entrepreneurial came from? I don't know. I've got a lot of, when I look at my friend group, all very strong women, very successful women. And raising kids, I, I love everything to do with birth order. So, you know, first child, you spend so much time and attention on making sure, you know, they're successful. And, you know, statistics talk about presidents and astronauts or firstborns and only. I When I had my daughter, I'm like, I just need to make sure I expect the most from her. So I've always been like, you're a woman, you can do anything, mm. you know, just so I think a lot of expectations of being a strong woman and having a voice and you know it's and again for for me to be in an industry that is not something you would expect is kind of fun that to be accepted in this and and challenged with this where um where do you see this kind of evolving to as far as the brand and what I mean, you started off really with one product right mm-hmm. now there's three you know do you do you see things evolving much quicker than you had ever thought of oh absolutely if someone like i said 5 years ago said i would won't be a limoncello producer. 
I would have said, absolutely not. I will make it for the holidays. You know, no, we are, we're, we're retiring in, you know, 65 or whatever. But I think, yeah, the growth, like I said, the way it's growing has been so fun. And just for me, preparing to grow and be able to scale up. And I love the new challenges with that. It's scary, but it's exciting to go, this is going to be really big. I was just with my friend and her daughter last night and her daughter did my, you know, help with my website. My friend's an amazing writer. So she has helped write all my product sheets. And we were just chatting because we're like a year ago, who would have thought? We always thought it would be successful. But I mean, to be this successful in less than a year has been very fun. It feels really good. <laughs> no, and, and you know, it sounds like you're building a community and you're and getting yourself involved in different communities. Mm -hmm. What have you noticed as far as that's concerned? You know, when it comes to community, when it comes to relationships, as 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 you're out there and you're hustling and bustling, mm -hmm. but connecting with people, because mm -hmm. that is something that you that you mentioned comes naturally to you. Yeah. So again, also my my dis dis distributor has helped educate me in a brand new field. I learned you do not go to an Italian restaurant on a Friday night at seven o'clock and think you can talk to somebody. Right. You're going to go on a Tuesday at 4.15 if you want to talk to someone, you know? Right. So just learning the do's and don'ts in, in the field is, is good to understand. And um, just having fun with different things. I, you know, collect, my, my friend collects for me um, vintage glasses. So trying to create that experience. So doing tastings where... You give a couple really cool people pick out, you know, need um, vintage glasses with a purchase. So mm -hmm. it's just fun doing different types of events. Like I said, I just did a bunch of country club events. I've done, like I said, the PGA, the uh, um, tournament. I've done tastings in the city, small and large. So it's fun to connect to different people and um, hear their story because everybody has a story about limoncello. Are there the trip they just went to, you know, in Italy? So it's just fun to 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 connect with people in in some way. Have you been to Italy? Yes, I've been there once to Florence. Um, my son lived in London, so we did um, just kind of a quick trip. But I'm like now, as I said, now it's research. You know, we're I'll I'll have to figure out where exactly I'll I'll go first. But I definitely will need to go back. And, and I mean, that's, that's such a huge, obviously, part of it, right, to understand that and to be connected mm -hmm. to it. Um, do you feel like you're gravitating more towards the culture, even though that is not your culture at all? I think so. I think there's so much I need to learn about it, you know, because yeah. it is so different from how I've grown up or just even being in the suburbs, you know. It's um, I'm learning, learning a lot. And it's a totally different way of life, though. I mean, everything about it, even just to know your product as to why people drink it, when they drink it. There's an appropriate time for limoncello, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, it, yes, it can be all the time. But when it comes to meals and restaurants and that sort of thing, it's it has its place. Right. Mm -hmm. And and that's that's I think it's very much to do with the culture and understanding mm -hmm. the culture. And it has a certain order to things. Right. That. Yeah, it's, I think Italians are just very particular about mm -hmm. certain things, which rightfully so. Yes. Um, you know, to me, Italian food is the best food. Absolutely. Always, I've always thought that. But. Absolutely. So, mm -hmm. yeah, so then, you know, when it comes to that now, how, how do you see changing or, or being more involved um, in, in the marketing aspect of things, right? Because, yes, you're out there doing that, but as we talked about before, that building of a brand, how do you see that integrating with more so the culture, because it is Chicago, too. It's, it is Bellissimo, Chicago. Right? Mm -hmm. So it has that distinction of still being an American, a, a Midwest product. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. People have identified with that too. They're like, "Oh, this is this is made Chicago land. Oh, this is interesting." So, I do I do see the brand growing, and because I mean, Chicago is known for for and everything Italian. I think it, branching out to other states will also be will be will be great. But I still think just being a part of Chicago and all the restaurants that are here just slowly you know being able to to integrate into more restaurants will be will be a lot of fun too and and now that i've got the, the coffee liqueur that branches me into not you know there are some places that may not carry italian you know may limoncello is just not their market but coffee liqueur and espresso martinis are huge in every single restaurant so i it'll be exciting to get into some new places with that with yeah. my new products too so so what's the the, the big then future that what, what's the vision for it? what are you working towards if you had a dream you know that that god was like hey this is going to happen boom you 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 ask and it's given what would that look like for you i think just just growing into to be in many states you know, to be able to have my product in many states and, and the brand awareness would be would be great for people just to have this product and know my story and, and to inspire others to do it. You know, when I've done this, a few of my friends uh, were like, gosh, what would I do if I started a business? I'm like, hey, I did it. You can do it, you know. So well, and it's and it's something to to live for and work towards and you know get up for in the morning and be excited about life, right? Yes. And I feel like that's one thing that people just don't really have these days is is well, I mean, you're seeing a lot more. Right? Mm-hmm. There's more of that encouragement. Mm-hmm. But I think yeah, for a lot of the baby movers and they they just kind of don't have that at all. There wasn't part of that. Whereas now the the younger generation is kind of being uh, pushed that you know side hustle and everybody's an entrepreneur, right? And I think too with technology, it's a whole different yeah. world. You can reach people that you could not have reached. I mean, think about it. People in a, a small town can you know you can become famous. You know with TikTok and whatever, and you don't have to be in a big city to to launch yourself. Yeah. You everything's available to you anywhere. So I think that's 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 exciting for anyone. And and while you know it is is a, it is um, a great way to live life is, is pursuing you know, a business and success in that way. Mm-hmm. What are some of the things that you didn't foresee as far as like being a problem or having to overcome that's you're like, man, this is difficult, right? What would you say? Just as fair warning, right? Like, yeah, it's not all uh, the glamour that, yeah. that, that people see. I guess for me, technology can be a little tough. So, you know, my daughter will say, you posted that three times. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I hit send. So technology's been a little hard for me, but, you know, I'm resourceful. I'm, I'm figuring it out or I'm having some people help me with that. And I think preparing, scaling up, you know, it's this event I was at and, you know, the, so many people are interested. So so preparing to scale up for the demand, mm. you know, it's a little unknown. Yep. How many people are going to carry? How big a store will take us on? Yep. So I'm, but I am a planner. So I'm getting, you know, working on that. But that, you know, what if some huge client's ready? I have to be ready to go. Yeah, be ready. So that's um, that. It's exciting, a little scary, but exciting to prepare for how big it's going to be because uh, it's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. No, you have to have. Got to be attitude. positive. You, you got to expect the best. Of expect course. The Why best. else would you do, right? You're not yeah. doing it to fail. Yeah. You're no. Not you at all. It, and you see the potential for it. So if people, you know, want to know more about Bellissimo Chicago, want to know about you, how can they follow, subscribe, support uh, online, social media, and otherwise? So um, Bellissimo Chicago is is the, the, is my Instagram, Facebook, 
TikTok. Don't have much on TikTok yet. Um, just set up my LinkedIn business, but really most of the events and things I have going is is on Instagram and Facebook. And then my website is Bellissimo Chicago. So beautiful. Well, Julie, thank you. Yeah. Thanks for what you're, you know, doing and, and, and really just inspiring others and women and women in business, women in wine. Right? Yes. Yes. Um, no, you, you and Molly, you know, have been. Awesome. I know yeah. she's been great, a great supporter of mine too. Well, no, well, thank you for coming and sharing your story and just being a part of this community. Yeah. And thanks for inviting me. Yeah.